Hey everyone, how you doing? Welcome to another Scattered Curiosities Tiny Sode. You know, now that baseball season is in full swing, I feel so lucky that I get to watch my world champion Chicago Cubs playing baseball again. And you know, the other day I was watching a game and it reminded me of this time back when I lived in Chicago where my roommate and I took some friends of ours who were visiting from out of town. And by out of town, I mean way out of town. One of them was from London and the other one was from New Zealand. And we brought them to Wrigley Field to go see a Cubs game. And it was kind of hilarious because they didn't know what the hell was going on. They'd never seen baseball before. And, you know, by the end of the day, they loved it. And it was a long day, let me tell you what, because this particular game went more than 14 innings. I mean, we were wasted by the end of that. But in any case, during that doubleheader, we must have answered like a hundred or so questions from them about baseball. And as we were trying to explain the rules of the game, it occurred to me that baseball is a lot different than most of the other popular sports that we celebrate here in America. So for today's Tiny Sode, I thought that I would highlight some of the ways that baseball stands out as completely unique versus other major sports that we play here in America. We're taking you out to the ball game. Okay, let's just start with the basics. First of all, in basketball, football, soccer, and swimming, the head of the team is called the coach. But in baseball, he's called the manager. In basketball, football, and soccer, the team that has the ball is on offense. But in baseball, the team that has the ball in their hands is the team that's on defense. In fact, to score, you want to be as far away from the ball as possible. And scoring is a little different no matter what sport you're playing. In basketball, you score baskets. In football, you score touchdowns. In hockey and soccer, you score goals. But in baseball, you score runs. A strikeout. Now, a strikeout is good or bad in baseball, depending on who you are. If you're the pitcher, getting a strikeout is awesome. If you are a batter, it is bad. But in bowling, a strike is always good. And also, for most professional sports, usually the teams are evenly matched on the playing field. But in baseball, you have nine people on the field and one person at home plate. Now, that ratio can vary from 9 to 4, depending on if the bases are loaded and that fourth man at the bat hits a grand slam. Also, in basketball and football, players can come in and out of the game as the coaches see fit. But baseball is a little bit different. Managers can indeed move players around on his roster. However, if you're taken out of the game, you can't go back in the game in the same position. One thing that I've always loved about baseball, and I'm sure most people do, is the fact that if somebody hits a home run or a foul right into your lap, you get to keep it. I think you can do that in hockey, too. I'm not sure. I don't think I've ever seen it. But I'm almost positive that in football and basketball, if the ball lands in your lap, you got to give it back. 
which is actually one of my favorite moves that somebody could do at a baseball game if they catch a home run of the opposing team and then throw it back into the field. Coolest move ever. And by the way, I've been to tons of baseball games in a lot of different fields and never has a home run ball or a foul ball come anywhere remotely near where I was sitting. Yet, my brother and I always brought our gloves whenever we went to the game. Now, the very first thing that happens in most of the sports that we play in America is the singing of the national anthem, and sometimes will be followed by God Bless America before the game starts. And baseball does this too, but where baseball is unique is that baseball has its own song as well, Take Me Out to the Ball Game, which I'm not really sure I'm licensed to be able to sing here, but you know how it goes. And this happens during another part of baseball that is rare, the seventh inning stretch, which gives everybody a time to get up, get those last snacks, and in most ballparks, it's the last chance you have to get a beer. So you better get up and do that. Scattered curiosity, did you know that some baseball fields have non-alcoholic sections? Well... (laughs) I didn't know this when I went to a Yankees game one time and I brought a beer to my seat and I got like approached by the security and they told me I couldn't drink a beer at a baseball game. It was the weirdest thing ever. But then they explained to me the fine print on my ticket and I realized that's why it was so cheap. Never again. One thing that I love about baseball, which is probably the number one thing that people that don't like baseball hate, is how long it takes to play a game of baseball. Because there's no time limit. You have to play through the nine innings, sometimes eight and a half, depending on if the home team is ahead and strikes out the top of the ninth. But if both teams are tied, you got to keep going until one team scores more runs to the other while finishing all of the innings. No ties. Which means that baseball games can last pretty long. Which I can totally see as being a drag if you're watching it on TV. But if you're actually at the game, I mean, you spent a ton of money on your seats and food and beer and parking and souvenirs. Did I say beer? I think I did. Anyway, don't you want that experience to last? Get as much out of it as you can? I mean, one of my favorite things about baseball is sitting out in the bleacher seats for a couple of hours and making a bunch of new friends with all the people that are around you. And there's time to do it. At a baseball game, they're on island time. And I'm usually running on Manhattan island time, which is just go, go, go. So it's nice to just relax and enjoy a game in the sun. Another way that baseball differs from most other sports, with the exception of basketball, is that they play almost every single day. And a standard baseball season is 162 games. And sometimes they have to play double headers, so they got to do two in a row. Those guys are tough. Although unlike football and soccer, baseball will not play games in rain or snow. Although I've always had this theory that in Chicago, if you were to just open up Wrigley Field in the middle of winter and just sell tickets for people to go in there and drink and eat, you would sell out the entire place. They would do it. However, there is one night of the year where they do open up Wrigley Field in the middle of winter because they have a Blackhawks game outside in Wrigley Field. And for those of you that don't know, the Blackhawks are the Chicago hockey team. 
One complaint a lot of people have had about baseball for years, which they don't have anymore, was the fact that you couldn't challenge a call, which meant if the umpire got the call wrong, and it was clear that they got it wrong, you could see it on TV, the the call couldn't be changed. So even though the person really got out or really got a hit or really got a run, they would have to end the inning, sometimes changing the entire outcome of the game. Which brings me to my next difference about baseball and most other sports. In hockey, basketball, football, and soccer, the people officiating the game are called referees. But in baseball, they're called umpires. And another difference between the umpires and the referees are that the umpires wear all black and referees wear black and white. For the most part, in football, the coaches call the plays. But in baseball, the pitcher does. And this final point is really my own opinion, but this is where I think that baseball and basketball are better than football. I mean, not better as a sport, but hear me out. So... The final series of a year's championships for baseball and basketball are played in the cities whose teams are in the finals. I mean, I think that the fans of the team that is in the finals should get to see the team play the finals in their own city. But with football, I'm not entirely certain that the NFL really cares about the fans of the teams that are in the Super Bowl because chances are very good that the Super Bowl will not be held in that city that year. They have a predetermined location before you even know which teams are in the game. But I doubt that the NFL really cares what I have to say about it. Again, it's just another one of my scattered curiosities. And speaking of another Scattered Curiosities, I sure would love to keep bringing them to you folks. And one way that you can help me do that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever it is that you listen to your podcasts and giving us a quick review or a couple of those golden stars. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it really does help the show and helps us get exposure to people that might not otherwise listen to us. So if you like the show, please give us a few clicks. And don't forget, folks, next week there will not be a Tiny Sode because it's time for another one of our full-length episodes, the exciting conclusion to Emperors, Robber Barons, Cowboys, and Indians. I hope you come and join us. to help us keep the curiosities coming please rate us on itunes soundcloud or your favorite podcast platform and don't forget to visit scatteredcuriosities.com for exclusive free downloads and to donate to the show